0: Welcome back to the Pleasureful Podcast. This is Lauren from Lauren Likes It Like That on Instagram. I am a pleasure coach. I give women permission to own their desires and release conditioning and expectations so they can live intentionally aligned, pleasureful lives. So let's dive in today. I am talking about more about this conditioning and expectations that I also mentioned in the first episode that was A large part of how I came to be a pleasure coach. So let's just take it back to uh, my mid-20s. I was 25 years old and living in Austin and having a mindset of, at that time, I wanted, you know, to find a relationship, to grow my career. I saw the track of like, you know, relationship, job, you know, move in together, buy a house, have kids, the family, that was the exact track that I was aiming towards. So in my relationships in my 20s, I was more or less, you know, focused on the timeline, (laughs) focused on making someone making my partner fit into my timeline. And fixing toxic relationships to make it work and really fitting into what I saw as the role of like, you know, the good girl. Growing up, I was the straight A student. Probably most would agree the one that could kind of do no wrong. I was the child that could do no wrong in my family. Um, yeah, maybe not to that extent, but more so than my older brother. So I had this pressure to live up to this expectation of the good girl, this persona that people would see on the outside, that, you know, I had it together and I was on this track of supposed life success and supposed to be getting satisfaction from doing these things having a relationship having a full-time job with a 401k and you know building for my future and there were a few times along the way that I did follow my intuition and was like screw it I'm going all in on me And so I'd had these moments of that. One was when I was 23, and I was like, I can take this full-time job no more. I'm going to leave my job and go on a um, yoga teacher training. So I picked up and left and did that, but my job allowed me to come back, actually. So um, I didn't quite get out, but I, I did follow what felt good to me at that point. And then it was only a few months later, actually, after that, that I was like, I... Can no longer stay put where I am. I need to move. I need to get out. I need to be somewhere else, specifically because I wanted to be in warmer weather. Let's be real. But anyway, I ended up moving first to Arizona, and then shortly after that, moved over to Austin. And those were things that I did not really knowing, like kind of just jumping into the unknown. And because when I moved to Austin, I had no plan. I had no job and things sort of serendipitously worked out for me. So, but then once I got settled, back into my routine, back into, you know, social life, started teaching yoga on the side, had a full-time job, started dating. And so again, I was looking to fulfill this track, this expected timeline of getting things done and especially as a woman this is so I feel like an underlying pressure because we have this biological clock which I don't technically agree with the timeline anymore as I'm older now but you know at 25 back then I didn't know any better so it, I just was never really taking a moment to figure out what it is that I really wanted in life Because all I wanted was to do the things I thought were expected of me, that were modeled to me, that, you know, looked like would give me a life of satisfaction. And by the time I was 28, 29, I was deep into personal development, reading books, um, doing online courses, working with a yoni egg. I mean, you name it. Like I was doing all sorts of things. More on the yoni eggs later. Um, Not this episode. And I was really trying to improve my mindset and improve my situation, you know, trying to create more of what I wanted in my life. And by the time I was 30, uh, my boyfriend at the time had just moved in. We were in, you know, a stable relationship, very pleasant. We both enjoyed each other. We were very much alike. We had our friends and our social life. Things were going great, great, seemingly great, great on the outside, right? But there was something inside me that was like, I'm not quite sure this is it. And I'm not sure what it was. I knew I was unhappy with my job. I knew I was spread a little thin um, just from doing my job, and teaching yoga, and keeping up with my social life, that all those things were occupying my mind, and my time, and my schedule, and all the things. So I didn't have time to really figure out what it is that I wanted, and it was shortly after I turned 30, my birthday's in January, so January of 2020, and then the pandemic hit in... March of 2020 so it was then when life radically turned on its head and all of a sudden I was working from home which was like a dream come true I had more time back in my day to just kind of live my day the way I wanted to and and that's when I started to see like oh there are some things in my life that I don't actually like that I'm putting a lot of time and energy towards. And, you know, one of those main things was my social life. I realized was a huge coping mechanism that going out and keeping up with friends and doing the social thing and being here and there and everywhere was actually exhausting me. And it was really nice for me to finally sit with myself and actually start to feel myself and hear my thoughts and that's when things really started turning for me because I knew there were, I knew I wasn't wild about my job number one and like I had this feeling of okay I'm meant for something else or I have a bigger purpose in life or I just sales for me was like not it was never clicking I was never successful at it regardless of what company I was working at that was one thing that weighed on me and then the other thing was as i started to you know follow more coaches and see people and listen to people online i i knew there was something more i could be getting out of my relationship and what's interesting is you know probably a year prior or so we had actually talked about you know creating more intimacy within our relationship and you know that's even that it's even as simple as like having deeper conversations and things like that and and really you know discussing what interests us and and things like that so I knew we had kind of tried it before and I just wasn't I wasn't sure you know it was kind of something that we both wanted to invest in and I read the book Untamed and that for me showed me that you can change your life at any point and because the author glennon doyle was married had two kids and left her family for a woman and i remember thinking oh my god i'm only 30 like i finally was like i'm only 30 <laughs> to me, it finally felt not quite as old. And I was like, even if I have to start over, like I just decided like, starting over, even though I don't really believe that's a thing, because you're always starting with your new mindset or your new circumstance or whatever. Um, I would be okay with that. I was willing to finally risk it all for more truth and alignment in my life. And I do believe that that which is for you doesn't pass you by so i knew that even if you know i had to end my relationship or leave my job or you know move somewhere else that it would all work out for the right reasons or would all work out in its own divine way and i didn't need to have all the answers i finally was sick of living under predictability (laughs) in a time, in a COVID time of such unpredictability. But I just was so sick of what was expected, feeling like I was just doing things because other people were doing them or because it was expected of me and not really doing things because I felt a deep connection to it or I felt like I deeply valued it or like it had some greater purpose in my life. So I had an honest talk with my boyfriend at the time, and sure enough, he actually felt the same way. So that ended, and I was like, okay, wow, such an interesting opportunity to go forth and try different things and seek out more of who I am. While I started down that path, I started dating uh, someone who I knew had had kind of known. Um, and this is so pivotal because he was kind of the opposite of the person I had been dating. And that was like a, a quick, intense two months of us getting to know each other getting close. And before I knew it, it blew up in my face. He was done. I was just so confused. I was like, I don't understand. Like, I'm a good person. I'm a nice person. I don't understand like why, you know, someone doesn't want to be with me why I can't make relationships work out. And it was a very low, low, low point for me. Um, I basically had hit my rock bottom, so here we are, November of 2020, and this recent relationship had blown up in my face. I believe I was still holding on to some expectations, still of like wanting to make it work, and sort of this like uh, projection, total projection of like what the future could be and how I was gonna like turn my life around so quickly. Not that it really even needed to be turned around. Again, I needed to find myself. So I was still in denial a bit. And of course, I got COVID that month. So life was at an all-time low. I was alone, in isolation, with a broken heart, not knowing what to do with myself. And that is when I realized that I was the problem that I was no longer going to sit and blame other people or blame other circumstances or bypass the fact that I played a part. And that, I believe, is what personal responsibility is, is realizing that you take a part in all the circumstances in your life, for better or for worse, and just owning that. It's not always going to be for good, all right? All right. Um, I played a part in that quick relationship that blew up in my face and once I realized that that personal responsibility was mine to to do something different to figure out why I'm either living under these circumstances choosing to live under these circumstances and attracting certain type of partner and not ever truly getting more of what I want I decided to work with a coach so my coach was an inner work and relationship coach and she completely changed my life because we looked at what wasn't working in my life becoming aware of my own patterns and behaviors and conditioning things that I had you know learned from a very young age and even more importantly Well, all of that was contributing to this important piece is how I wasn't showing up in my life for me. I was literally, this is another big principle that I, (laughs) that I believe. Well, it's true. It's not just that I believe it. It's true is that we teach people how to treat us. And if we don't hold ourselves to a higher standard and communicate in effective ways, then we're just accepting whatever it gets thrown at us versus really saying like, no, that's not okay. So once I started to tighten the reins on my standards um, of life and how I was showing up and how, oh, I love this too, and how intimately I knew myself because I wanted this like deep connected relationship and I wanted deep connection and intimacy throughout my life even in friendships with women and, or even men um, in friendships, you know, having that like safety to have deep, intimate conversations with my friends, whether they're male or female was important to me. And then having more connectedness to my passion and my purpose and the work that I'm here to do in this lifetime, that I finally started to to one, notice how I was acting and behaving and showing up, and then two, taking time to, to intimately create more of what I wanted in my life by choosing how to show up. So that is what I believe is an important thing to note along, you know, any personal path or journey is to take responsibility along the way to really start to get to know yourself and to also know that we play a part in all the things that happen in our lives. And it's okay for us to sort of say, okay, I am one of the common denominators Common denominators here and I get to go forward and trust and figure out what it is that I want. And this is where I believe the desire piece comes in, is that a lot of times we're, or at least myself in my own case too, but perhaps others resonate with this, is that we believe we have the things that we want or that we should want to give us satisfaction and we're not feeling that satisfaction. It's like, okay, well then what is it that I desire? And now that, that's what circles back to intimately knowing yourself is that I didn't actually know what it was I desired other than like deeper connection, but really like wanting more, more out of something is totally okay. It's not that we're greedy or we're selfish or whatever. It's, that desire to, to go deeper, to feel deeper, to connect with more people, with more things, to have a vibrant life. And a lot of times we think like, oh, we should just be grateful for what we have because we probably already have more than other people. And we don't have to live under that, under that notion. Um, we can be free to express our desires. And one big thing for me that I started to notice was I had been afraid to express my desires for fear of making someone else wrong. Like if I'd said what I wanted, it invalidated or made whatever someone else wanted if it wasn't the same as theirs then i was making them wrong and that's been a big lesson for me to learn just even within the past within the past year in 2021 was really okay like i get to voice my desires and it doesn't make anyone else wrong i get to show up as me i get to be me because the reactions of others is actually not my responsibility Therefore, I get to go on, desire, and create and show up in this world how I want to. And that is, again, it comes back to personal responsibility of whether it's, you know, good or bad, we get to own it, um, whatever happens. Because we're not going to be perfect all the time. We have to let go of being perfect and allowing ourselves to show up messy. And even in that mess, it means owning what you want today and knowing that you can change it. You can only do better when you know better. <laughs> so paying attention and looking for the ways that when you know better, you, you do better. And again, owning your part in it and allowing yourself to fully feel and play into your desires. So with all of that being said, I believe that having more pleasure in your life is really determined by knowing your part in your life, owning your part in your life, and of course owning, you know, your desires and what you want. That it first starts with taking personal responsibility for what you've created and how you're showing up. And this is part of that awareness piece of my coaching, the sort of first phase that we go through is being aware of how you're showing up and what what thinking and beliefs and programs are you operating under because this can show you how you're perhaps not owning all of your desires and and what's keeping you from fully experiencing them so That's just a bit on personal responsibility more on my story of how I came to be a pleasure coach, because when we start to take personal responsibility for all areas of our life, we then get to experience more pleasure in all areas of our life because we are creating the outcomes in our life. And once we really live into the personal responsibility, that's where we take intentional action to live into all areas of our life with more intention knowing that we can create more pleasure more depth more intimacy with ourselves and with others and with all experiences so thanks for joining me today to hear more about personal responsibility and how it relates to pleasure and pleasure coaching My name is Lauren and I'll be back again soon. You can find me on Lauren likes it like that on Instagram in the meantime.